welcome to the Cult Creator Experience. Successful content creation to build powerful connections. A podcast designed to help passionate experts and entrepreneurs launch a podcasting platform, successfully build a following, and become industry leaders. Hi, I'm Matt, and I'm the founder of Cult Media and the host of this podcast. I'll be sharing my experience and insights of over 15 years of content creation. And along the way, I'll be seeking out other cult creators to learn from their wisdom and expertise. This is episode 10 and will be the final of this series. Maybe. It's been a lot of fun to be on the other side of the glass, as they say. I've been producing podcasts for five years and audio content in general for well over 15. And I've always been hesitant to be in front of the mic. Worried I wouldn't be comfortable or I'd just sound like a complete fool. Now, I probably still sound like a fool, but it's been really enjoyable producing a show for myself. I might be doing some bonus episodes about the lessons I've learned finally producing my own podcast, which will come out in the next few weeks. Before I do that, I've got a few more tests that I want to try with my podcast to see if I can grow it a little bit more before I crack on with those extra episodes and getting series two ready. Now, I have had some comments and some people have been wondering why I have not been pushing the podcast more as it goes live. Well, I've been promoting the show via my social media pipes, but the plan for this first series was to produce it as a resource to support cult media as we grow as a business. I wanted a free resource that can help people learn about podcasting and understand the steps to successful content creation. And the power of season one is that it will be a reference, a long-term piece of content, allowing me to provide assistance to clients that may not be in the position to hire me right now, but I can still help them launch and grow their podcasts. And I think that's the power of podcasting. It doesn't have to have an immediate effect as it goes live. You don't need to see someone call up as soon as the episode comes out and goes, I want what you've got. Over the next 12 months, I'll be sharing my podcast with people I meet, networking events, and I'll keep pushing it online through paid ads and social media. Eventually, it will reach the people that it needs to reach to. And if it helps them, and it helps them for free, then that's brilliant. But enough about me and the marketing of my podcast. Let's help you get your podcast out there into the wilderness and get it growing as fast as possible. So today we wrap up the last step of the cult creator experience, collaboration. We'll be discussing growing your podcast from zero, effective use of social media, engagement strategies, advertising, and gaining that all important credibility and social proof. But before we pick up our megaphones and purchase the ad in the local newspaper, please take a second to follow us on Instagram at cult.media and on your podcasting app of choice. Okay, so final show. Let's get this episode packed to the rafters with super helpful advice and insights into the promotion of your content. Now, I'm going to admit I'm definitely not a marketing expert. I'm not going to be talking about things like split testing, intense ad purchasing and analysing market data. That's not me. I'm a post-production specialist, editor, producer. 
I'm going to be sharing the organic, hands-on, more personal approach that allows you to get visibility for your show, but fundamentally it is based on your engagement with your audience for success to occur. It just means there'll be minimal marketing jargon because I don't think the average podcaster needs it. Marketing your podcast is about strengthening relationships. You can't do that with a paid ad. You need to be able to connect to people and solve problems and make the world a better place, right? So let's get started, shall we? The first item is named low-hanging fruit. And I'm sure you've all heard the term before. Now, I really dislike the term, but it fits, so I'm going to shut up and keep using it. If you know the term, you'll know it refers to taking actions which are either easiest, simple, or most accessible to you in the situation. In my launch checklist that we discussed in the pre-production episode, I mentioned that you should be reaching out to your immediate network and get a list of people that will support your show from the get-go. Now, we should be actioning those items on that checklist. So we need to get a list together of everyone that can throw their support behind you. You should go back to everyone you engaged during the market research of the people phase. And then, after you've engaged those ideal listeners, head closer to home. Family, friends and colleagues should all be drummed up for support. We want them to subscribe or follow as it's now changed to. We want them to agree to share the promotional items. And we want them to give real, honest reviews on their podcasting platform of choice. Now, I usually recommend Podchaser to collect all of your reviews in one place. It's like the IMDB of podcasting. Your reviewers will need to sign up for a free account, just like IMDB, but once in, it's super quick to give you that five-star review. One thing I do want to mention is that there is a lot of talk about the impact of being in new and noteworthy on Apple Podcasts when you launch. Now, I'm not going to dive into the myths of how Apple Podcasts new and noteworthy and reviews can boost your show into the stratosphere, but trust me when I say that it's not a big deal long term. The most important thing to do is to get good, honest reviews that you can then use to promote your show. Oh, and please don't buy listens. This tactic is very see-through, and it isn't why we launched our show. People do it on Instagram all the time for fake clout and have 10,000 followers but get five likes or zero engagement on their posts. Podcasting is about relationships and powerful connections. And you can't do that with an inflated ego of numbers. It's about helping one true fan at a time. So no fakies, you hear me? Now, once we have exhausted our existing network for promoting and supporting the show, we need to spread the word out to the wider world. And as is the way of the world now, we start with social media. Now, despite the negative vibes that can occur on social media and the massive time black hole it can have on our lives, thanks TikTok, social media is still the best place to start to share your show. Facebook obviously has the biggest audience and you may have already been in groups and pages during the development of your podcast. But that doesn't mean that it's the only or best place for you to promote your content. 
as we begin on social media, you should ensure that your marketing and accounts embody your brand across all of your chosen platforms. So when you're signing up or adding new pages for your podcast, make sure that you have good design work, use the correct colours and that the brand is consistent in the copy too. If your content is an extension of your business, make sure your behaviours align on social media, i.e. don't comment in an inappropriate manner if you do get trolled. Or don't share content without good relevant captions to go with it. Just randomly posting without clearly stating what it is and what the value proposition is, is a waste. My next tip for getting ready for social media engagement is getting some templated design work for your podcast that can be prepped and scheduled when the publishing is being set up. This is a guaranteed, minimal, viable product for your podcast promotion. And it means an episode will not get forgotten or you're left the night before scrambling around on Canva trying to think of social media content for it. I do this with my podcast. I have a staple of out soon, out tomorrow, live now. I adjust every artwork to have the episode name in it. And that's always scheduled. That's my minimal promotion. I do stuff on top of that, of course. And my final, final tip for social media is that the algorithm does not share all of your posts to all of your followers. So ensure you have a reposting plan or repurpose content strategy to post regularly and reach as many accounts as possible. Now on the subject of reaching accounts, let's talk about a simple engagement strategy. You should always try and make time to be present online after a show goes out. It could be on the same day or a consistent time during the week. It could be a Facebook Live or just making sure that you get to the comments as quick as possible by planning a little bit of time in your diary. And this is the key to becoming a cult leader and building a community. Being accountable and approachable. Your podcast promotion shouldn't be about ego. It should be about how you can help people and make the world a better place with your content. To do this, you should seek to make the audience feel special, like they matter more than anything else. Ask for comments, shares, feedback, honest reviews and topics to cover in future content. This will let your followers influence your decisions for the podcast moving forward. But do remember, you don't have to act on every piece of feedback you receive. And responding to your listeners makes complete sense, especially if you're hoping to turn those listeners into paying customers, right? So you want to be out there, nurturing them, answering the questions and helping to solve their problems. Now on to the more costly ventures in the realm of podcast promotion. Advertising can yield mixed results and if done incorrectly, they can be a complete waste of time and money. So here is my opinion on paid advertising for podcasts. They work really well if you know what you are aiming to achieve. Clear calls to action and key performance indicators are really important. Knowing what we want the ad to accomplish is the key to success. 
I know a few podcasters are very sceptical about paid advertising, but I have seen subscribers and follower numbers increase because of it. Secondly, the right targeting can be the deciding factor of whether a campaign is successful or not. But, luckily for us, we have done some incredible foundational work in both the coaching and the create step of the cult creator experience. We can create compelling ad copy utilising the deep personal insights about your why. We know who we are trying to reach and help from the people phase. We have clearly made our podcasting promise in the product phase and we have created amazing, entertaining, educational content in the pre, the production and the post phases with loads of repurposed content ready to go. This sets us up ahead of the average podcaster when it comes to targeted, engaging advertising. If we have data from our website analytics or a Facebook pixel, we can use that data to target paid ads or more specifically, use it for retargeting. Just remember, with any ad, consider the value proposition for the viewer. Don't tell them how good you are, tell them how you can help them. Right, that's enough splashing of the cash. Let's get back to a more financially efficient promotional strategy. That being outreach and generating social proof. This is all about leveraging the wonderful podcasting community. Reach out to other podcasts to share experiences. Be on each other's shows, share promos for each other to reach new audiences. Podcasters can offer feed swaps. And this is where they drop an episode of a collaborating podcast into their RSS feed to help support it. This could be really powerful, but I do suggest that you share the same niche, otherwise it's a bit random. You wouldn't want a cryptocurrency podcast dropping into a knitting show feed. There might be some crossover, but probably not, right? I think the key to this is not to consider other podcasts as competitors. We're all trying to grow an awesome medium that can reach millions of people. So work together, compound your success and share your message to the widest audience possible. I have a recent example of this little success story. My dear friend, Dr. Phil Price of the Progress Theory podcast. He was on two other podcasts in his niche. And from one, I've gained an opportunity to help that podcaster grow his podcast. And from the other, Phil is now a brand ambassador for them and he's got speaking engagements at their events coming up. So from only two hours of Phil's time, Progress Theory reached audiences of two other shows, raised brand awareness for my business and gained opportunities to reach an ongoing audience through Phil's participation in HMN 24's brand ambassadorship. I think this is one of the best ways to grow your show and you get to share the collective knowledge of other cult creators. Now going back to social proof, you should try and share your stories of how you have helped your audience. If you're hoping to sell a product or service to your followers once they've built a relationship with you, but you haven't got any reviews yet, Consider some complimentary offers to get those testimonials in. 
It's really impactful and authentic when people see how you have made a difference to a real person. The last point I'd like to raise in this promotion phase is technology. Technology is moving fast. Too fast for some. But nevertheless, it is ever adapting and changing the way we engage online. My recommendation for content creators is to be open to trying new platforms. Just trying them. I suggest you use the best foresight you can to imagine if at some point in the future that your listener avatar could benefit from your content being on that platform. Stick with the biggies for now though, but keep an eye out for posts and comments about these new technologies. An example is the new metaverse and virtual reality platforms. They will definitely change the social media landscape, but if it affects you, your brand and business is still to be seen. Just try and keep an open mind and look for those opportunities. And that is all I have to say about that. It is the end of the show and it is the end of my first series of the Cult Creator Experience. I hope I have helped you better understand my process for creating content and what I feel are the key moments in the process to pay attention to. This definitely wasn't a how-to series, but a deeper dive into the systems for producing successful content that creates those powerful connections with your audience. There is plenty of how-to content on its way, and I'll be speaking to some other successful creatives and experts to learn from their wisdom. But before I go, let's wrap up all of the goodness from today's show. We discussed the effective use of your network to grab that low-hanging fruit of an audience at the start of your podcasting journey. We talked about how to use social media to optimize your brand awareness, and I shared my simple engagement strategy of being present and consistent. I gave you my opinion on paid advertising campaigns and how targeting and KPIs are the key. We learned the best method of growing your podcast is to collaborate with other podcasters and creators and share your social proof as much as possible. Tell people how you can help them. And my final talking point was to keep your futurist hat on as a cult creator. You never know how the world will change in the next five years. Don't get left behind but do be careful with spending your resources on emerging technologies. And that's all, folks. I'd like to thank you once more for listening and being part of my cult creator experience. I am always happy to get feedback, and if you have any questions or topics you'd like me to discuss, please reach out to me. And if you want to start your own cult creator experience and become that cult leader in your industry, head to www.cult.com dot media to get your free strategy session and until next time be good